0: You're listening to Art of the Float.
1: Welcome to Art of the Float. Podcast where float centers thrive. This is a weekly podcast that tells our stories of running a float center and where we give tips on starting and running our float centers so hopefully you can run yours more efficiently. You can find us on Facebook at Art of the Float. You can find us on Twitter at Artful Floating. And of course, as always, you can join the conversation on our website. Uh, There's a gold bar on the left side of the screen. Leave a voicemail. We'll play that on the show and answer your question or share your opinion. And that is at our website artofthefloat.com And as as always, uh, you can find our show notes, links and pictures of anything we talk about um, on uh, our show notes page on artofthefloat.com I am your host, Dylan from The Float Shop. I co-host excuse me, not co-host I co-own The Float Shop in Portland, Oregon with my wife, Sandra Komp I'm joined by Lance from The Float Shack in Red Deer, Canada Hi Lance! Hello Dylan And I'm joined by Amy Grimes from Float Nashville Hey, y'all. And, uh, well, um, our topic today is hiring employees. I'm excited to dive into that, but lordy, 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 we have so many exciting announcements to make this week. I'm uh, so excited about it, including one that you've probably put together already. I know we've got smart listeners. I know it already, so uh, I probably don't have to to say it, but we've changed our name. Uh, We are no longer, well, I won't even say it. We are now Art of the Float, um, and we are the... Art of the Float podcast. So um, it just makes a little bit more sense for, for us. Um, it's, it's not the art of floating. It's not the act of floating. It's art of the float. It's art of delivering what the float is. Um, and there was also another center uh, with that name. And it just didn't make sense for, for both of us to have that name. And it didn't the, the name didn't qu- fully resonate with us in the first place. And it, it just makes more sense for us to make the switch. Um, and earlier is better. So we're, we're, we're doing that now. Um any questions about that or well, pretty clear. <laughs> Sweet.
2: That was beautiful. Leave us a speak pipe if you have any questions. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> right.
0: We like those.
1: Yeah. Um let's see here. I'm excited to hear about your guys' weeks because I know everybody well, well, two out of three of us have some really positive, <laughs> exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave the listener to decide uh, who who out of the two, the three of us has all the exciting news. <laughs> but um, I I uh, had an RV trip. I we're we're planning on basically. Uh, possibly going on vacation for like a month or at least minimum two weeks. And so we'd be podcasting on the road, basically Sandra and I. And so we, we did a weekend trip um, to watch employee number one, Jen run an ultra marathon, uh, which by the way, was her second ultra marathon in six days. Um, So pretty, pretty insane, but she killed it. It was great. And um, beautiful weather, did some rock climbing, but mostly uh, got to spend time with my wife and my brother in an RV which uh depending on who you talk to is either the best experience on earth or challenging. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it actually went really well, um, considering those two lived together with me at one point in time and and uh <laughs> that didn't go as positively. But uh they love each other and that's what counts. Aww. um so uh let's see here, gearing up to the bigger news. Um first a, yeah. a, a bit of a challenge excited. this week is uh we had a fire inspection. The, uh, the the big old fire engine showed up uh, in a surprise inspection. Technically, we got a letter the day, two days before, I think. We left a voicemail to schedule the appointment, but but they showed up. And normally, that's fine. We've had several inspections before, and and everything's been okayed in the past. Um, actually, we did have a reminder to refill our uh, fire extinguisher, and we, we got that taken care of. Um, but uh, this time, we had a really big issue come up, which... I don't know how this is the first time we've been open for five years. How how this is a thing now, but um, people do not have a way to exit the building out of the windows in case of fire. So um, apparently you have to have two separate Ooh. exits. I think only on the second story. So there, uh, uh, like, so basically we wanted we were on the verge of creating a room within a room anyway on our upstairs areas, but that completely uh-huh. means that's impossible, let alone, um, I mean, our windows are already sealed up completely and we are even planning on doing another layer over that. So, um, I don't know what that's going to look mm-hmm. like. Um, she basically uh, said she, she left with kind of a question mark and was going to talk to her people and find out what would be required for us. I mean, I I think about large buildings, and there are rooms within the building that aren't window facing, that um, you know only have one door. So I'm I'm curious, just curious how that's going to go.
0: So I'm here, and there might be some options for you. No, so you may not. Yes. Oh,
1: well, we're going to find out if there are options. Okay. So I don't know my okay. options just yet, but uh, I was very stressed out that day. Oh, it, it definitely man. rocked me because. I mean that our our business is sound, right? And and uh not being able to seal that up completely means flanking audio and that's it's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. So Ugh. I mean, I don't have any updates on that or anything, but um hopefully within the next few weeks I'll be able to give you guys some some feedback. Yeah. <sighs> um some good news, just kind of a, another little small thing here. It, well, it's it's not small for for us, but just over the past few weeks we've talked about how we have, or I guess I've talked about how we don't have a lot of LMTs. We've got a bit of a shortage and we have, we're saying no to way too many people. Um, and, uh, we hired three LMTs. So I'm really stoked on that. We had issues finding people. Awesome. Um, we found that, I mean, I'll, I'll give anybody a shot. If, if you're right out of school, uh, mm-hmm. we did have an LMT right out of school and she was amazing and she built more clientele than anybody else who's ever worked for us. Um, but uh that's generally not the rule of thumb it's uh it's experience has a lot of value and and yeah. I'll say that she was not young and you know she was uh, i don't know probably 30s I'm guessing and just I think life experience and confidence had a lot to uh play with like she she got her LMT license mm-hmm. but she wasn't nervous going into a massage or you know she was confident yeah, yeah it, it just made a difference that that, you know your 30s makes you'll learn lance
0: you'll learn
2: (laughs) (laughs) um i got i got time yeah yeah, so much time (laughs)
0: just rub it in uh Um, did you find all three of these in the last week how uh, did this how did you end up finding them because i know you were you were pretty discouraged there for a bit
1: yeah um well we did start putting out on our personal social media i think we made a facebook post on our float shop uh, Facebook page as well mm-hmm. so we, we kind of saw that s- come through okay cool so we started spreading yeah. that out but but I gotta say Sandra's in, in charge of the LMTs or she's just kind of taken that and run with it so um, I don't know specifically where they came from I believe two of them I know one of them was a reference um, which actually by the way if I could just share a quick story here. Uh, It's really interesting. Sandra shared it with me the other day and I found it really interesting, which was um, we had a client have a really bad experience at our float center. I have no idea why it was a bad experience, if it was a temperature thing or or what, or if it was just her own personal reaction to floating. I I don't know. Um, But uh, we worked with her. She came in for another float. I believe she had another bad experience. Basically, there was a series of bad events. And for whatever reason... Things weren't lined up for her floating, and, and I'm guessing we dropped the ball. And our team and Sandra just made so sure that we were uh, considerate of her and taking care of her that she has become a member for three or four years. I, I, I want to say three years, um, and referred the LMT uh, to work with us. So, I mean, talk about, like, spinning from somebody who's never going to float with you and leave a bad review <laughs> to a... a, a a lifetime nice. floater or at least a, you know, years long member and encouraging people to work at your center because it's such a good environment. Mm. That felt good. Nice. Um and uh you know, you know when somebody doesn't have a good experience or had a, you know, you drop the ball, that hits so hard. That's such a gut punch. Mm-hmm. And so for for a gut punch to turn into something so positive. Mm. Feels so good. So good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Good good LMTs are hard to find. I right. know this. What's sure. up with
1: that? What is up with that? <laughs> it's tough.
0: Well, well you're well, a lucky, lucky man.
1: Yeah. Well, and Sandra's had to receive all this massage too, <laughs> which, oh, which life uh, is tough. Which I know, I know. <laughs> but at the same part, at the same time, like if it's not good massage, that's an awkward 30-minute interview of receiving massage. You know, that's it's actually True. kind of kind of not great. So Big news! Uh, I I gotta say I got two two big announcements. But um, the the first one is definitely a priority to me, and I wanna uh, I wanna share this. Um, is that Sandra and I are having a baby? We're having a baby! Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited about it! it. Um, <laughs> and we had our second ultrasound yesterday, and so we've had two now, and it went from a little. Well, actually, just, just like, a, a giant head with, like, a tadpole uh, attached to it. To, like, it's... He's got fingers, toes, and a, a adorable face with perfect symmetry, by the way. We're having uh. a great-looking baby... <laughs> And uh, <laughs> as I could tell through sonogram, <laughs> and um, it's really amazing, um, because it looks fully formed, uh, but it's only two and a half inches long, and you you know they don't have a diamond there for scale when when you're looking at the sonogram, so you can't can't tell the size, but it just looks so perfect already, and it's just amazing. Um, and we're, we're 12 wow. weeks and a couple days in. So um,
0: congratulations. Thank you.'
1: really excited about it. life changing. Uh, I'm tired all yeah. the time, <laughs> just thinking about it. And, um, and, I'm, and I'm nesting too I'm I'm just cleaning and arranging and it's, it's interesting um but uh and I I am saying it because we we don't know the gender yet and we'll I think we'll find out in 5 weeks we're going to go ahead and find out and not wait till I think seeing the baby is enough surprise you know I don't also need the the gender thrown on top of that um <laughs> but uh we we might switch our opinion in the next four to five weeks here but I'm just so excited so um yeah
0: so what I'm waiting for is uh (laughs) the great blog article about from Sandra about floating while pregnant oh yeah cool like dying for that information nice firsthand there's so little about it out there and she would do Uh, such a fantastic job getting some information out that we all need
1: well i was surprised um she hasn't floated as i didn't she hasn't floated as much as i anticipated and mostly it's because she has morning sickness all the time like morning sickness is a misnomer um she she actually usually wakes up pretty fine uh, or at least more so these days it's the evening time that gets really bad and uh laying on her back is just it's not good right now so she's floated a couple mm. times you know she tried out the nautilus tank she did say that uh, she's had really good sleep um after flo- i mean i guess kind of the, the standard float stuff mm-hmm. but but it really did affect her um which she she really needed because um, her, her sleep has been rough and she gets up in the middle of the night and there'll be some some crazy audio coming from the bathroom just just uh it's um yeah, it's it's been a crazy twelve weeks. I mean, it's it's hit her pretty hard. We kind of assumed it wasn't going to be super easy for some reason, and uh, and it, it hasn't. But oh my God, she's had an amazing attitude throughout all of this. It's been absolutely ridiculous. I um, <laughs> one thing is I know she's been super chill. She's enjoyed my inappropriate humor way more, and we think it's because <laughs> uh, you know certain. Uh, Chemicals are released in your brain that just are supposed to make you chill out a little bit more and not stress out while you're pregnant. And so um, everything's just been super awesome. <laughs> even even though she's been throwing up, or, or at least my favorite is just the, bleh, just the walking down the hall,
2: <laughs> just, just the
1: noise. And, and uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, good times. Good times.
2: Awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank that, you. That's exciting stuff. It is.
1: It is. It's the beginning of the whole new adventure. I almost feel like it's our second baby. Like honestly, the float shop is such a given birth, you know. But I'll probably be eating those words, uh, you know, not not too long from now. A few months. But Amy, I to, to answer your question to get back to that, is, uh we will definitely report back to you or, or, you know, at least write a blog post, something like that about her process with all of this. And we're actually working on a awesome. really cool project uh, based around this, too, which we're having a lot of fun with. So I, I think that'll be fun to share with you guys, too. Cool. Some good cool. stuff. So, um, cool. Any questions about my baby? <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're talking about tonight, right? No?
0: That was no. the topic, I believe, right? Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Dylan's baby. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh, we're so excited. I can't even tell you. Yeah, oh, and we're at the point where we can finally announce it to people. So excited! Yeah, sorry guys, Lance and Amy knew knew before. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Stop sitting on that secret for a few weeks.
1: It was funny when we first found out. We wanted to tell everybody. It's like let the world know this is happening, and then but the rule is you know you you hold it close to the vest for a little bit, um, and uh, then we really started enjoying that privacy and nobody knowing. Just you know. Uh, close close friends and our parents and then once the 12 weeks timer came up it's like oh can we just sit with this for you know six (laughs) seven more months (laughs) uh, we've 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 been starting to tell people um the other big news is (laughs) wow in light of that this is not as big of news whatsoever but but it's um big news to i guess to the to the to art of the float, which is, um, I'll be consulting. I've, I've, um, since the show has started, I've, I've always enjoyed talking with people. I always try to do a Skype conversation instead of just talking over the phone. Cause I really enjoy the, the face-to-face conversations and I've spent hours and hours talking with people or Skyping with people, um, about their float centers and looking at room design and planning and soundproofing and all of that. And, um, uh, I never felt comfortable charging for that because we're we're I, I don't know maybe because I felt green maybe I felt there are other experts out there um, but at a certain point since we started the podcast of getting so many people reaching out and basically saying can I pay you for your time to do this I've kind of switched to being a lot more confident going wait a minute I I kind of do know what I'm talking about, you know, and and if I don't know what I'm talking about, I have great resources, including Lance and Amy, um, Mm -hmm. and also soundproofing experts, and um, if I I, uh, don't have the answer, I can find the answer, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, all of a sudden, I started consulting and realizing, wow, this this is, this does work. Like, I, I can truly be confident with this. People value my time. It has value. Um, and so I'm really excited to announce that if you'd like to um, use me as a consultant, um, I'd love to have a consultation with you. And and um, I, my encouragement would be to do, uh, to start earlier than later. Um, <clears throat> I've, I've certainly, I've worked with people so far in, in several different stages of their business. But I think the sooner you start thinking about things that, I guess somebody who's been in the industry for a while or has run their own business already, um, the sooner you start looking at those things, it's just going to start you out in a better place and you'll have to change less later um, or, you know, less recovery time on on those particular things. Um, Yeah, so very excited about that. And uh, um, oh, one other thing I would say is I would like, I encourage people, packages of time and if possible, even weekly get togethers, uh, on the phone. Um, just because I don't particularly like the idea of just getting a phone call with a question and, and answering that, um, every once in a while. And that that's okay. But what I really like is investing in your business and wanting it to be the best it can be, and that's just what I found has worked for me so far is um, really getting to know your business and checking in each week, um, or you know, possibly bi-weekly. Um, but uh, the weekly has worked out really well to to really invest in making your business as as good as it possibly, or as successful as it possibly can be in, in your own image. Um, so that's that's my goal. Um, if you're interested, uh, go to Art of the Float and click on the consulting tab. And uh, you'll find my information there. And um, yeah, we can take it from there. Did you guys have any questions? I, <laughs> no, oh, boy,
0: that's a that's a good line tonight. Um, no, but I can say <laughs> that Dylan is a lot of fun to work with.
1: I so agree wholeheartedly. So you are you are
0: getting more than you ever bargained for if you work with Dylan. Nice.
1: Oh boy. Uh oh. I don't know what that means. You're a lot of fun. <laughs> Sweet. You're a lot of
0: fun. You make everything seem a little bit a little bit easier, even the rough stuff, even the hard things. Lance, go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was not paid to say
2: that. Uh a- am I getting paid to say this? <laughs> well, not, anymore, Del- not anymore,
1: Lance. Not anymore.
2: Yes, Art of the Float or as previously known has always been a great resource for information and uh Dylan definitely has some knowledge behind his belt. So um mm-hmm. I've always learned a lot from you. Same with Amy. So yep.
1: Love Still learning. Love this team, and I love every time we get together learning something. It's so good. You know, something that I've been yeah. curious about is I've, I've heard feedback of the the talk that we have at the beginning of the show. Should we have it at the top of the show? Should we save it to the end of the show? Um, and I I rack my head around this every single week, what what the right format is. And some people just want to get right to the topic and and listen to that for the information. But I can't help, like, as a... A participant in this podcast, I can't help but feel like there's so much good information that comes from these opening conversations that um, just spawn these random, uh, random feeling um, conversations and topics that that ideas come out that affect my business. Do you guys feel that? At the top of the show, like these these kind of just discussions of where we're at, how things are going, information comes up.
2: I'd, I'd say yeah, like sometimes a lot of good information comes up, uh, but sometimes it does get off uh, a little off topic. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, um, but talking yeah, talking about there, my newborn it, it, baby,
1: my in development baby is not <laughs> off topic, Lance.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it, it feels good because a lot of stuff does come out. And we're always so excited to get behind the microphone and talk to each other, and you know, a lot of the times we're talking an hour before. You know, we hit record, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're already warmed up. But, uh, no, I, I enjoy it. But yeah. what do you think, Amy?
0: Yeah. So, um, so sometimes we do get a little crazy. We do talk <laughs> a little. We go on a little bit. But um, one thing I do appreciate is as I listen to where y'all are at, I can definitely pick out little little lessons, little things that make me um, look at my own situation and find... You know, find some new uh, tidbits, find some some useful stuff that I can take away from it. So hopefully, hopefully uh, everyone out there is finding that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that piece of gold inside yeah. of our conversation. Because because um, we all face these struggles, mm-hmm. and if nothing else, hopefully you get some encouragement from it.
1: Totally. Yeah, I don't think we'd ever do away with the the sharing part because yeah, if there's one thing I want from this podcast aside from just empowering other people starting their float centers is just having a friend in the industry you know i mm-hmm. uh, i was just talking to somebody today starting a float center where it's like uh you know i can i'm lucky in portland to have a few float centers here so there are what seven people that i can hang out with that know what it's like but you tune into the podcast and you have three people right there in your ear to you know to listen to chat with for an hour to Ninety minutes, if Lance gets his way, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you have you, know, you have more friends in the industry, you know, even if even if you're isolated, pardon the pun. <laughs> um, but but yeah, whether it goes at the end of the show or the beginning of the show is something that I certainly rack my my brain around. So if you guys have any opinions, uh, just keep them to yourselves, please. No, just <laughs> let, let us know. I, I really I really am interested, and I'd, I'd love to know. Um, but Amy, I want to hear about your awesome, exciting news. I
0: know, but
1: but first I want to give a shout out to Float Away. we got to take some time for Float Away. They've been with us since the beginning uh, sponsoring the show, and that's that's just amazing. Um, Amy, I know you had a little story you wanted to share.
0: I did. (laughs) I was sharing this with you guys earlier. So one thing I really love about Colin, um, I actually went to the Floats, Mark and I, my business partner and I, did a few years ago, And to the float conference. And afterwards, I had the pleasure of sitting. Actually, I think we were with you and Sandra and Colin and Mm. Jeannie. And we had Mm -hmm. this lovely conversation. I was sitting next to Colin. And here is this man. People, y'all don't know what a resource he is. And I'm saying that because I got to sit with him for about an hour and a half. And he solved two of my problems that I honestly uh, thought were unsolvable. And Mm. he made my life so much easier. Uh, I happened to have float, uh, had a float in his tank there at uh, Float Shop. It was one of the first float tanks uh, I got into when I came to Portland nice. for my very first float conference. Mm-hmm. had a great float, and uh, I just feel really, really lucky that we have Colin in our industry who's so willing uh, to share his knowledge uh, with us and help us solve problems. And so if you have a float away tank, you even have even more access to that. Right. Uh, he's there. Uh, he and Gene are there, and I've heard so many great and fantastic things about dealing with um, Float Away uh, when you have a tank.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I've given them a few ducats, but I mean, honestly, I've, I've sent them so little money on replacement parts. I, I, I didn't purchase the Float Away float tank I own through them. Um, I bought it used, and the amount of time on the phone Colin has given me is is ridiculous. Um, and not just around the float tank itself, but with our float center. It, it's it's pretty bananas.
0: And that's one thing when you're buying a float tank to take into consideration oh, yeah. is um, it's not just about the tank. It's about who you're dealing with in the customer service. Oh, that's
1: so true. You're You're buying this inanimate object, so you think it's very simple. But really, you do mm-hmm. develop a relationship with that business when you purchase it because things can go wrong. Uh, warranties, um, you know, whether they live up to the warranty or not, you know, if something goes out, but you have the warranty, are they going to get that part to you on time? Th- those kind of things are, are so important. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Or in our situation where you don't know what regulations are going to be like wow. in your state. So do you have someone who's going to be able to uh, give you a tank and help you create a tank that is going to fit with your state regulations? Important stuff, and Colin Very. helped us solve a problem. That's I'm so extremely cool. grateful.
1: I do remember that. The more you talk about that, the more that's coming back to me. I was, I was there. I was there. Yeah. www.floataway.com is where you want to go to check out Floataway and ask for Colin by name. <laughs> I get, yeah, he is a great resource. He is. So, Amy, do you want to share your? Mm -hmm. your Yes,
0: I want to share. So uh, I am this week I'm in Florida, so I have not really got an opportunity to share this news with many people, Mm. including my own office. Oh, wow. Um, But we got it was I think it was today we got the email was today. I have actually Mark sitting next to me this evening. And I so when I say things like that, I'm actually speaking to a person Um, and he's nodding. Yes, it was today that we received the email that we got a construction bid that fits within our budget. Um, sadly it wasn't an Amish person. It wasn't the Amish, um, because I was really looking forward to a float center raising, but, uh, we did get a bid. Now, of course, this does not mean that all my problems are gone. Uh, Mm. we still have a timeline, a very tight timeline to, uh, to hit, but it is super exciting to Uh, know uh, that this hurdle that I thought was going to take us down is, has been at least temporarily, (laughs) You know how this goes, yep. people. You've heard this every week. Right. Lisa's been temporarily overcome. So I'm just going to go with that. I'm just going to celebrate that. Just for tonight, I'm going to enjoy that moment. <laughs> yeah, And, cool. we'll, you know, when it all falls apart tomorrow, I'll deal with it <laughs> then. But in the meantime, uh, we're one step closer. Uh, so we should have a begin build out here at the end of June, if all goes well. I probably just jinxed myself. Somebody knock on wood for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it was you, exciting news it's really exciting
2: you've came a long ways and i congratulate you as well that's
0: awesome yeah. so thank you thank you thank you it's pretty exciting i was feeling left out y'all are building float rooms and here i am i have nothing uh i had nothing going on so ha. hopefully i'll be able to ha. post my pictures up here soon <laughs> I'm, that's I'm excited hilarious. talk about my soundproofing nothing. come to dylan for dylan lance for help
1: nothing very going exciting on for that day It's funny Con- well, you Considering know. how much you have going
0: on, that's Build very up. funny. Um, you're always excited Builds
2: for up. it until you're in the, the middle of so, all the work yeah. and the eye of the storm. Uh, and...
0: yeah. so, you need, we need to hear about Lance, because uh, I know I saw a picture this week that your room is about done, Lance. Right? It, you're getting yeah. ready to put a tank in. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's close to be.
2: done. How's that working for you? It, it's close to being done. It's been close to being done yeah. for quite some time now, but... <laughs> It's always just one little one little thing holding you back after the other. So especially when we're trying to do it on Mondays or after hours, like probably tonight after we're done recording, I'll head down there and try and finish up what I didn't finish up this morning. So uh but yeah, it's coming. What's
1: slowing you down, Lance?
2: Well <laughs> This week it's been tools. Um so like <laughs> most of you know, we have we did build our center, so we right. we have all the tools needed, but when they don't get used for a while, sometimes they get lent out, sometimes they disappear, sometimes they go home. Oh, no. So it's um, it's just been the classic like chase tools and couldn't find tools and borrow tools. And when you get the actual tools, the tools aren't square. And next thing you know, the tools are what's bringing your whole life down. So, um, but yeah, you know, we're just gonna keep moving forward and and uh, get the float room done. So we were aiming to have the tank up and running by friday but uh who knows who knows
0: so you're scaring me a little bit because the other project <laughs> i'm getting ready to do this week is we are we are closing the center for four days and we are tearing up floors painting the walls cleaning out the tanks we're actually putting in a new escape pod um so all i can think is I, I better make a note to tell mark to find all of our tools at of time because uh, we have four days. That's all we've got.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it, it may be a heavy four days, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't, I don't plan on sleeping. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, Amy, I don't know that you sleep anyway, so that's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fine. It'll be just, just fine. Spend the day at the <laughs> office. I, I, I'm curious how much time, if you were to actually look at the metrics, is looking for your tools. You know, like when you're doing home construction projects, working at your center, I swear to God, a good 30%, if not more, is... Where is my handsaw? Where? What? Is that? Is that in the basement? Where is it? Yeah. Pretty ridiculous. But uh, congrats on almost getting there, Lance. I'm excited to give you the big congrats on your opening.
0: Yeah.
1: And Amy. Thank (laughs) you. Amy, huge news, man. That's so big. I got to say... I just the way i know you and your your tenacity is uh <laughs> i expected you to figure it out and i know that if it didn't work you're going to move on to the next thing there are other plates mm-hmm. spinning you know i know that's just you and how you yeah. operate but for some reason on this one like i don't know you weren't just going to let this one go <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you know it's it's like we're going to at least go down trying right? you know i uh, I would let down a lot of people if I didn't at mm. least try really, really hard and, and go down trying. And, and I say uh, you, but
1: and you're saying we, okay. because you're talking about your business partner, Mark. You're, you're both yeah. doing this Mark, together, and I should – I should, and, sorry.
0: And I get a lot of support from my family as well. Nice. My father, for some reason, has really jumped in. He's just been really interested in this project. Huh. Um, he He's just been sitting on the outside looking in, but he's been really cheering us on. Well, I think he's excited about this one, and it's really nice to have your family support. So even if I – Even if it's not, um, even if he's not involved Mm -hmm. necessarily, Mm -hmm. it's really cool that he's getting excited with us. He's throwing some ideas out there. Um, You know, you don't want to let your, you don't want to let your family down, (laughs) whether they're a blood family or adopted, (laughs) adopted family. Um, So it's, it's been, um, yeah, I haven't been alone on this one and it's been really, really nice. Uh, but we, this is real super, super exciting, but I did have a plan B. I was, I was cool. We were going to make something work no matter what, but.
1: I thought you plan Y. You're at plan Y.
0: Well, yeah, well, probably <laughs> we call it plan B, but you know,
1: There's a lot we of lost count B's. a long yeah. time ago. There's a lot of them. Yeah.
0: Um, my book is like five inches thick of all my plans. <laughs> nice but no this is super super exciting and i you know it's funny i four months ago or four months ago four weeks ago i didn't think we'd ever get to this point um and of mm. course the last time we got to this point it all fell apart in the next few days so i'm just gonna God. celebrate it while i can and uh, hopefully next week i will not come back crying, uh. so, so uh, uh yeah
1: way to uh fingers crossed way to congratulate yourself and celebrate that's something that we've talked about on the show that as entrepreneurs mm-hmm. we don't do enough mm-hmm. so nice work uh Popping some bubbly and and celebrating. Having some fun. Good for you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a good excuse. Always a good excuse. (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) We didn't talk about this before the show that that I was going to ask this, but you mentioned that you haven't been in the office basically for three weeks. How is that? What does that mean to you? How does it feel?
0: It feels awful. I'll be honest. (laughs) Um, It feels awful. Um, Not that I haven't. Now, I I do need to clarify um, just because I haven't been in the office doesn't mean I haven't been working for three weeks. Um, I've actually. That's the hard part is, you know, when you're in the office, you know, we do work hard, but really the work starts when I leave the office, go home and, and mm. really dig in mm-hmm. to the, you know, that not as much fun stuff. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's been a few weeks of a lot of hard work and working in weird places. I haven't, <laughs> because I'm not at my desk, mm-hmm. I'm not in my, <laughs> I'm not in my office. Yeah. I've been working in hotel rooms and, you know, this week I got to work by the pool, which was not so bad, but, <laughs> <Nice>. um, <laughs> Dealing with spotty internet. Ugh. ugh. It's yeah, it's been by a challenge. Oh, at time. Terrible. I know. I know <laughs> life is tough. Uh,
1: no, that... <laughs> we don't
0: get to do that often, but I'm gonna do it when I get the chance. You better believe I'm gonna do it. I'm in Florida. I am by the beach. I am by a pool. Um, yeah, it's I'm I'm not uh, I'm not, <laughs> not I'm hurting. not a fool. I'm not passing that up. Nice. Uh but you know, the great thing is is you know, we're talking tonight about hiring the right people mm-hmm. and we've hired the right people mm, they've got it cool no problem i don't even think some people would worry uh-huh. I, I honestly i have to say i don't worry good good um we've never had the the frantic phone calls we've <laughs> never had any issues i mean i'll check in but um these people have got it down they've really taken ownership and nice. they are an extraordinary bunch so yeah cool it's i miss them oh. i'll be home soon guys <laughs> <laughs> That's Basically. awesome.
1: And that, that faith of that trust is so important and hard-earned, too, at least to me.
0: Hard-earned. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I remember when Sandra and I took a uh, vacation in Hawaii that uh, I was I was stressing hard about that. And... By the time I had forgotten about everything and let go, uh, we got a phone call that one of our waters, uh, one of our float tanks, water went brown, um, because oh, one no. of our employees had oh. had botched the the batch, so um, had added some stuff to it that that made it brown. So that that oh. was frustrating. And uh, uh, at this point, we don't have that concern anymore. We just know everything's going to be fine. I'm I'm glad that you're there. That's cool. Yeah, <sighs>
0: it's good. It's good to take it away.
1: Lance, did you want to? Add anything else about your installing the the trim today? I know that's what your your project was.
2: <laughs> no, no, man, I, I don't have very much. It's just been another long week. I don't know why it's been long. Just everything's been long. So, well done. I uh, I, I, I have no more to add. Maybe you just can, keep on uh, chugging.
1: Maybe you can add to the to the next ad here, which is for the Float Conference, another awesome sponsor of ours, which uh, I got an, an email in the inbox today. I didn't have time to read it, but you did. What What is it talking about?
2: It is talking about activities that are going on before the Float Conference, and uh, we're in the activities. We're <laughs> going to be doing uh, Art of the Float. We'll be doing a roundtable discussion mm-hmm. open to anyone that wants to join us. And uh, that's just going to be, you know, a way for us to to have some actual conversation. It's usually us three talking to a microphone right. and, you know, you sort of just give us your feedback here and there on comments or through the website, but uh, it's going to be all in person here. So hopefully we'll be able to record that and uh, get that out. So we'll be able to share all the information that goes on that weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: it's oh, going to be great. I'm, I'm super super so excited. Stoked.
1: Yeah, we will do our best to get a a real high-quality recording of of that. And uh, what I'm really excited about is... uh all these names that we see in float tank facilitators going like there's some, some big talkers or uh, Greg, uh, people who ask a lot of questions, <laughs> Greg Griffin. Um, and it's going to be so great if, if they all come to this round table, we'll actually be able to put a, a face in person to the, you know, their avatar picture or whatever their, their profile picture, they're
2: real people, they're real
1: people with real flow problems. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and the people who, who have a lot of answers, we'll get to get to see them. And, and, um, yeah, that's gonna be really fun for me. i'm I'm excited about that. And the people who are still in the process, you know, um, asking these questions, seeing seeing them and being able to give them a hug and and uh, see them at the flow conference, gosh, I'm just so excited. It's gonna be great. So this roundtable discussion is is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, again, we'll we'll do our best to make sure we get a good recording so we can put that up as as an
2: episode. And spots are filling up fast for that, and it is a $2,500 for one-hour roundtable with us, so we do recommend you, uh, you get in quickly. Register now. The
1: price is only going up. <laughs> and, uh, totally worth the price of admission. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, that was a
2: joke, by the way. Sorry, guys. No,
1: yeah, don't think there's a fee. But uh, you can. Uh, my goodness. Float Conference is in Portland, Oregon, August 20th through the 21st. If you want to sign up, floatconference.com is where you want to go to. And, um, yeah, check it out, and we'll we'll see you here in Portland.
0: Let's face it. Truth is, we're cheap. We work for beer and liquor.
1: Right. Oh, my God. If somebody showed up with a a beer for me at the Float Conference, game over, man. Friend for life.
0: <laughs> um can be bribed that's right <laughs>
1: right yeah just tell us what answers you want us to give <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, make it happen
1: um oh. <laughs> terrible so uh hiring hiring employees i think uh mm. we all have some some opinions i know lance is chock full of them oh wait no lance might not be the biggest speaker on this one uh because uh as he has he's put it in a previous episode, he hasn't hired, which is not true. He he has employees, but I think he feels a little bit green. Is that would that be fair to say, Lance?
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've had much experience. Like our our employees are just fell on our lap, <laughs> so right. it's been uh, it's been quite easy. It's worked out well for us. Um, but yeah, we haven't fired anyone, so mm-hmm.
0: that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh, I'll tell you what we we were terrified to hire i was, well i don't know if Mark was, but I was terrified to hire someone the very first time um huh. it's a it can be a very intimidating thing, and I still don't like it
1: oh interesting
0: I still don't like the process it's scary because it is it's a very it's a big um it's a big expense oh right uh right. It, the training and uh-huh. everything and you really want somebody who fits in and we're such a small group and it's like you know well they love our clients as much as we do or are they gonna f- love each other as much as our current group Mm -hmm. does you know it changes everything it's it's scary
1: interesting that's funny i i agree with everything you're saying but i don't feel the fear based around it i i uh i guess i look forward to adding to the mix because i think everybody's gonna if you do hire correctly you're gonna add something good to the mix that isn't isn't there and add to the value of the whole the whole dynamic of the crew um that's interesting there are plenty of other things I experience tons of anxiety about and lose sleep over. But I guess hiring isn't one of them. That's interesting. And, and I will say I should just be out with this right away, which is uh, we almost have a cheat when it comes to our, our hiring, or at least recently, which is with our, um, with our interns. It's, it's so good. The fact is you can um, come into the float shop. You can clean for four hours, get a float. And if you, um, represent well, you can start working, um, during the week. And, um, by time we get to hiring, if you want a job and uh, you've been doing a good job, you're, you're just kind of, you're brought aboard. The crew already knows you. You're already, you know, a quarter to halfway trained. And, uh, there's, I mean, you want to talk about not having anxiety. It's, it's like, it's the best thing on earth. That's,
0: uh, I, I, that's nice. I
1: think um, either half or most of our staff, our front desk staff, is based off of that at this point. So, um, yeah, I think more than half, actually. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to be out with that because I, I know newer float centers, that that's really difficult to do. Um, if you can do an internship program, absolutely do it. Oh, my gosh, it's worth all the energy that goes into it. And it does require a lot of energy, and it can be really um, attention intensive for the person running it. Um, but... Uh, Boy, has that paid dividends uh, for us. So I'll just, nice. just get that out of the way.
0: Well, then I can <laughs> understand why you don't have the fear. You do know the person <laughs> right. well. You know that if what their work ethic is like, right. that does make a big difference. That mm-hmm. does make a big difference.
1: <laughs> um, oh. You know, one of the first things I wanted to say, A, because I think it's kind of funny, but uh, one is that it's been really useful for us. It was it was actually told by uh, my chiropractor, which he said, go to their Facebook page. Anybody you're thinking, you know, look at all the resumes, and if you, um, you think they might be worthwhile, go to their Facebook page. And he, his advice was actually, if it's not set to private and you can see their pictures, don't hire them. Because basically, you're dealing with a narcissist and somebody who, as he put it, is a millennial and is going to want things without putting in the energy. Personally, I disagree with him. Um, and uh, but you do get a an alarming amount of information from people. Uh, we we had a girl who had uh, it seemed like all of her pictures, but maybe maybe we're just overwhelmed with with certain ones with rats on her shoulders and uh, cru- crucifix or. Uh, Upside down crucifixes and what is it called? The uh, satanic star, something like that. I don't. I don't pentagram. Pentagram. Thank you, Amy. Very quick to get to the pentagram. <laughs> sure. Interesting, um, and uh, and that was a quick strike to <laughs> of just um, probably not gonna vibe as well. And you could say that we we're judging too early. You absolutely can, but um, it, it was it was nice for clearing out some of the some of the fields before uh, before bringing people in for interviews any thoughts that's on an, that lance? that's an
2: interesting way of doing it i guess <laughs> do
1: you have some negative <laughs> feels about that lance
2: i don't know i just it's just an a interesting time where people can put their entire lives on you know the internet in front of them and then immediately you can be judged on your qualities by how you have previously presented yourself or how you currently present yourself or how you want to present yourself um uh, that being said, I probably need to go through my Facebook right. because, <laughs> dang, uh, there was some there were some days a few years back where.
1: That's whoo. why we started our own businesses, so we can just uh, yeah open profiles, so want. see everything we do. Yep. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, no, it, I mean, it's out there, right? And they know that. Mm-hmm. So if if you're not willing to curate it so that it's presentable to an employer, I think that's on on them.
2: No, very true. Very true.
1: But I, I do get where you're saying, Lance, just so you know, I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Amy, do you have any thoughts on that?
0: All I can think is, um, all my pictures, private? Or are they private? I know. I know. When's the last time <laughs> I thought about that? <laughs> I'm sitting here going, oh, and my And who's looking at my picture um, anyway, Who
1: cares what my settings
0: are? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do think you can um, that you can glean some information from a uh, Facebook page. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, you do make, you know, as much as I want to sit here and say, "Ah, you know, but I wouldn't judge them by that. You do. You Mm -hmm, do judge mm -hmm. people by that. Uh, It's hard not to. Um, I do think it's important to have the in-person interview before I make too quick of a snap judgment. Um, But, yeah, that does color it. But that's just our reality, unfortunately, these days, Mm -hmm. I think. I. And like you said, there's a reason why I started business. I would, I would hate to have to go back out there and find a job again. I would be in trouble.
1: Uh, unhireable is when I think of myself. <laughs> How do I describe my skill sets? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, but yeah, yeah. We live in a different age, and mm. that is something to take into consideration.
1: So, just a thought. Nobody has to take that one. I really um, enjoyed him telling me that, and uh, I, we have used it. We've used it. Uh, "Quote unquote successfully," I guess, arguably successfully.
2: Hmm. Did you look at their professional LinkedIn profiles?
1: What is LinkedIn? No, I know what LinkedIn <laughs> is. I just anybody who tells me that's useful, I just, I just can't. I just can't. No, I've, I've never used it. <laughs> Amy, have you?
0: Uh, I have a, I have one. I, right. I can't say that I've. I used think everybody to... <laughs> has one.
1: But uh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> What's about what
1: I expected. Shame on me. Yeah, right. Um, Amy, any other any other yeah. tips to hiring?
0: Well, um, so this is the way Mark and I, in fact, Mark and I are getting ready to hire. Uh, mm-hmm. So we've been talking a lot cool. about this topic cool. lately, and the one thing we've done is we've actually reached out before we put anything up on the. On the website or we put anything up on our uh, work on our business social media we actually reach out on our private or uh, yeah I guess it would be private uh, social media so on Facebook and we put out there hey do you know of anybody who Mm. you would recommend who would be really great in this position Um, and we try to get referrals we also if there's a lot of people who come in and say that they're interested in working for us even if we're not hiring we do ask that or request that they hand in a resume that we do keep on file. So before we even put an ad out, we always ask uh, our our local, our, our friends and family, mm. uh, local friends and family, and we go through the resumes that have been put on file. Mm. And oftentimes, we don't have to go beyond that. Nice. In fact, I don't think we've ever gone beyond that. That has been as far as it gets.
1: So that's what you're planning on. Uh, which
0: has been nice. That- and I do have an extra advantage in that, um, you know, I teach massage therapy. So... I remember being in school and saying, "You know, I can act any way I want in school. who cares if I show up? Oh. who cares if I do this, but you know what it's true. We are all watching to see <laughs> i'm looking for work ethics i'm looking for you know are they how do they treat other mm. people? How do they get along with other mm-hmm. people and I actually found one of our uh, full time cli- uh, full time employees uh, she was one of my former students so um, I think if you have an opportunity to look at someone's work ethic and see how they work and see how they interact, man, what take advantage of it? What a what a great situation to be in. Um, which Dylan, that whole internship program. Someday I need to learn a little bit more about that.
1: Okay, I if you know if, um, whether it's an internship program or Facebook or um, at at a massage school, like I guess everything you're doing is projecting you, your values, everything that we're all judging all the time, right? We're, I mean, that's what our brains do is we, we just categorize Mm -hmm. all these things and we're uh, just, when you were saying that, I all of a sudden going, oh yeah, this Facebook thing isn't that crazy. Like that's just what we do anyway. And it's just looking a little bit deeper to, to get that information. I don't know. Interesting. Um, so Sandra and I have played with having friends, uh, work with us and to, Really mixed reviews, um, mostly negative, and uh, basically we found that it kills friendships, um, Mm. yet at the same time... um, like Emily was a friend of Sandra's, who's become a stellar employee. Um, so it can also go the other way. Um, also, Jen was our waitress at a, at a restaurant, Kitty Corner from the float shop, um, who we asked to join. And she's become a dear friend uh, through employee. Um, but what we found is those, those people who we, we consider friends, when we mix that in, and I know it may vary depending on the state of your business, but it just hasn't vibed well. Have Have you had friends work for you?
0: We actually have two friends okay. working for us. Um, their participation in work, we keep it pretty limited. So, for example, uh, one of our friends actually... Also happens to be Mark's landlord, what? and uh, I know, I know, wow, I know I say that and I'm like, oh, that sounds really what a bad. Wicked web. Um, She was a very dear. She's been a very dear friend of mine for years. Um, before this, uh, she basically comes in, she opens the shop for us. She'll do. She does our deep clean. She loves to clean and she does an amazing mm. job. So she's there. Very limited mm-hmm. hours. We don't really oh, interact sure, with her. Sure. There's been some, but there's still some awkward moments because, you know, like, for example, of course, I just announced it here before I announced it to my my <laughs> folks. But, you know, we have some really great news. Um, there are some times when we get some really great news where we don't want that shared with employees mm. yet. Um, and so then we have this awkward place where it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to tell our friends. <laughs> but then, you know, where do How we funny. work with her? Um, the other uh, employee that we have as a friend. She is a teacher with me. Um, oh, okay. but once again, she helps us, she saw that we needed someone Saturday morning. Mark and I were working <laughs> super late Friday nights for a long yeah. time. And then we'd have to get up Saturday mornings and work for 12 hours. Um, <laughs> and she came in and actually took over four or five hours in the morning. Um, and we keep that very loose. That's the only time she works. So as long as we, we seem to do okay, as long as we limit oh, that time and limit the scope, mm-hmm. I would feel extremely uncomfortable bringing someone in uh, part-time. I, these peeps, these lovely ladies are part-time. But um, more like 16, 20-some hours a week or full-time. I think that would be a really tough mm-hmm. thing for us uh, because there's sometimes you just got to be a boss, and if I'm not a good boss, if I can't manage my employees the way we should, or if, if I hesitate, right. um, it can. You know, we run a business first. That's one
1: of the big things, right? You, you start questioning yourself, like how to communicate, how to behave. Yeah. Um, it, would you Would you agree with that?
0: It complicates. It complicates things a lot. Things, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I find way
1: more internal dialogue <laughs> than is probably yeah. necessary yeah. instead of just pure simple communications. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, it's hard to have those uh, honest conversations anyway, mm, uh, right? In right, general, right. I mean, just with with anybody, yep. and then to have it that extra layer, <laughs> yeah, it can, it can be tough. I think it can be done, but you have to have two people who are really um, committed to being very open and listening, mm-hmm. and, and not reacting. And that's tough for anybody to do. I think, <sighs> unless you're Lance, who's just that awesome. Yep. Uh has got <laughs> it all figured out. Yeah, he's got all figured, out. All he figured out. He's quiet, but he's got all figured out. Yeah. he's a smart
2: one.
0: Yeah, N- no. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> I- I'm writing
2: notes. That's that's why I'm not yeah, talking. Right. I'm yeah. just taking notes. <laughs> no, he's he's a uh,
0: he's a smart one. And um and Lance, you were you friends with your with the who you, yes. your employees? Yes,
2: one of, of course, our employees. Okay. Um, well, she was a friend before. Yeah. So we opened our doors and she's like, hey, guys, I will give you a hand. I'll be there, whatever you need. You know, I'll help you get up and going. And she basically just helped us for, I think, a month or two. And then once we were able to, we started paying her and she worked for us for about a year. And then she took off um, for about seven, eight months. And now she is back. And she is a beast. She is doing so much extra work now. Wow. It is awesome. What do you mean extra um, work?
0: Nice.
2: Well, it's just like you know you can have an employee that's there and they run their floats, they do their laundry, and that's it. yeah um, she's really sort of taken on roles that uh, my myself or Matthew would be doing, and it's taken the weight off our back so we can focus on you know the construction and and the running and expansion of of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, But anything from making spreadsheets to collecting data to, you know, creating forms for us. And now she's doing scheduling. So, you know, that was Matt was dealing with all the scheduling of employees and Mm -hmm. us and all that. So now she's taking responsibility of that. Um, She's going to be, you know, doing stuff like payroll, taking that off our shoulders and just sort of grabbing the reins and, um, yeah, sort of working working towards the the managerial side of things Mm -hmm. which is it's nice to finally be relieved of some of those duties and i i I, I could almost say matthew feels the same way but (laughs) it's been a long time coming my guess
1: is if he's listening to this he's nodding vigorously at this point (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) amy and i are
0: (laughs) yes yes (laughs) oh i love that i love that
1: um any other tips amy on on the hiring part
0: You know, this is something, uh, not necessarily a tip for me, but I remember, Dylan, that you and Sandra, and actually Mark was involved with this conversation, and I had a conversation. This was years ago, and y'all were early in the hiring process, and I remember you having a conversation. I think at the time you were using Craigslist to put some things out there, but I remember a conversation that you had um, where you and Sandra were talking about... um, making your applicants do something like um, putting a, an instruction in there to see if they're following the instruction. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember this? I don't
1: remember what the specific instruction is. It might be like put something at the top of the header or something like that. But uh-huh. but yeah, I, that's actually something I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because I'd forgotten is um, see if your employee can follow instructions, like pays, pays enough mm-hmm. attention and can follow an instruction is, is incredibly valuable, right? And like that's just something I learned probably in like middle school or high school, um, where teachers would say you know it needs to be in a particular font or uh, double spacing or one and a half, whatever it is, and they'd mark you down if it wasn't it, it It's really important to just pay attention to these little things, so if they're real world working with you and and if you communicate to them your specific need. You need them to, to actually gather that, you know, and be able to or be able to in a real life scenario, be able to identify the important points of, of a conversation or with a client or what have you. Um, so, yeah, I say do do quote unquote hide those things. It's not actually hidden. They just have to be conscious enough to, to witness it <laughs> and, and then to react to it. Um, I did talk to somebody who's doing um, uh, to b- basically the same idea except further with that is record a a video um so they have to actually send in a video to apply which means if you want the job you even have to kind of jump a little bit of a hurdle just just to get started um plus then you get a little bit more of their personality and and that sort of thing before the actual interview Um, because potentially you you can have a lot of applicants and it can be really tough i mean every city is probably different with with hiring but um in the past, when we have put those Craigslist ads out, it's we've been swamped. Um, and, and pretty regularly, we just have people dropping off resumes at our front desk. Um,
0: I do have another question for you. Actually, I have two questions, but I'm going to start with this one. We're talking about friends in the float center yeah. and how they work out. But tell me, have you ever had a, a – a, I was going to say an employee – and a client become an employee? And how did that work? Has that ever mm-hmm. happened to you? Because I know that we look for people who are passionate mm-hmm. about floating. And uh, we have had some clients apply or send in resumes at some point. Have either of you dealt with that at all? That's
2: what Matt's always said. He said the, the, the resume we look for is the history and our record of floating. So, right. like, how, if you come in, you want a job, have you floated before? Right. How many times? Yeah. Like, do you know what's going on here? Or are you just looking you know, for something to, to pay your rent. So, Right. Um, I think that's important. Danielle, our one employee, she actually, uh, she floated with us a few times before uh, um, she came on as an employee, and that's why she came to us. She loved floating. She mm-hmm. wanted to see the insides of how it was all ran and, and deal with the customers, and, and now she's working with us, so...
0: You know, we made, I don't want to say we made a mistake early yeah. on. We actually hired someone, um, our very first employee. Um, we hired them because they had a set of skills that we really needed at the time. Hmm. But we found out when she started working for us that she hated <laughs> floating. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that didn't last real right. long. Um, right. She's a lovely lady, uh, and and we still adore her. Uh, but she just was not, definitely not what we needed at that time mm-hmm. so it brings up an interesting question what is something that you absolutely must have in an applicant or in a future employee obviously lance feels good about the passionate passion for floating you know um, dylan have you hired anybody i'm, tr- I'm racking my
1: brain and oh who's never floated
0: or or who was not a, a big floater beforehand um or? i
1: don't think we've ever hired a cl- a client as I'm thinking about it, um, if you don't consider the internship portion of it. So I, I don't mm-hmm. think so. Not not that's coming to mind. I know I'm I'm gonna go talk to Sandra after the show and she's gonna list three employees who, who did, but no, <laughs> off the top of my head I, I can't I can't think of anybody who, who started that way. Mm-mm.
0: So what's the one thing that you can't couldn't live without in an employee? What skill or what um, quality. Yeah. Well, do you always look for it? I
1: know Lance wants to answer, but I'm going to cut him off. Uh, um, I think, like always. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> um, I think uh, the, uh, so there, there, there are basics that just have to be there. You have to be able to show up on time, right? There are just certain kind of like metrics or something that uh, this is bare bones. You just have to do this. And if you can't, you can't be hired. But But I expect that of any applicant. So beyond that, you have to be able to relate with other people. You have to be able to come across warm and friendly and be bright enough to kind of kind of change. You have to be emotionally intelligent so that uh, no matter who you're mm-hmm. talking to, you can make them feel comfortable. And um, we can train you on mind-body. We can train you on helm. We can train you to clean a float room that pretty much anybody can gather given enough time um, and some people are going to be slower. Some people are going to be faster by all means. But I don't think you can mm-hmm. train emotional intelligence and the ability to connect with people. And that's <laughs> – this is where I sound like a blowhard. But that's what we do at the float shop, you know. that That's just yeah. – damn it. That's the most important thing to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Lance, how about you, my friend?
2: Um, well, I think they have to like floating. So <laughs> I think that's huge. Like what you just stated, it's like uh, – <laughs> No, I remember Matthew telling me the story of him going to Starbucks one time and he ordered a, like a black coffee or an Americano. And the girl's like, I hate coffee like that. And that's like, how do you work at like, a cafe place when you hate coffee? Like uh, that's just I'd rather something um, represent my business or my product in a, a more positive way. Yeah manner that easily flows through the individual instead of it's like forced to have that fake smile on and this (laughs) is a a float tank here i don't know why people (laughs) like it but they keep coming Mm -hmm. you know so uh, i think it's very important
0: (laughs) i agree but i'll tell you what when we started remember we were the first in the state we were the first in like Multiple states around us, and so I know a lot of folks who are starting their float center, and I I feel for them It's like who do you, there? There aren't a lot of people who've ever floated. Yeah, Lance,
1: you were lucky. Um, some guy wandered into your business, saying, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, yeah. Uh, can I float with you <laughs> when you're open?" Yeah, he, and he became an employee. That's great. Um, <laughs> but most of us don't get. Well, Brian ran it. Well, no, we were open by the time Brian ran, ran into ran into our float center. But yeah, I Emmy, mean, what you're talking about, I think, is really important to address, which is that you. And and it was true for the float shop too, which is we we most people hadn't floated before um, we started hiring, you know, um, and and yeah. eventually it was it became okay because there are a large number of float centers in Portland, we can at least say you have to have floated, you know, you have to enjoy floating, and uh, we could put that as a requirement, and then the internship thing. So there's this kind of been this curve to us with our hiring, but right off the bat, what are you going to look for from people? Um, to hiring when when there aren't any float centers yet, yeah.
0: Um, no. Like I like you, I I think one thing we always look for or we always have looked for is emotional intelligence and how they connect mm-hmm. with people because, like you said, we can teach a lot of things, um, but we do uh, we do need that aspect um one thing we've done is we've had some people who have interviewed with us that we're kind of interested in we think their worth, work ethic mm-hmm. is great um they're really fantastic with people um and we've given them a flow we said look you know we're still in this process but here we want you to take this float or two usually we give a oh, couple floats interesting. and we judge we, we judge their right. reaction no um <laughs> but we do we, we engage in the conversation on un- purposely afterwards um because we want to we want to get their feedback and, you know, just see how they yeah, react yeah. to it. It's important. That's, that's cool. Uh, if they walk out of there without saying a whole lot and knowing, <laughs> we know that perhaps maybe they're not, maybe they're not Got for it. us. But we have considered people who who have never floated before.
2: Cool. And, and Lance, would you? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I think, I think, of course. Um, but it, I think it's just easier when someone understands what you're doing because... It's one thing to educate um, somebody, on a customer, on their float experience, but I find it difficult. It may be a little more difficult to find someone you have to educate. Mm -hmm. That has to be an educator. Yep. Um, Yep. And if they're not into it, like I said, I don't know. Yes, if they haven't floated, I would definitely give them a chance. Cool. That's how I can sum that up. (laughs) Right, right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So, Dylan... you're you are the most experienced with hiring here can you tell me what is the difference between hiring for the float center and hiring a massage therapist since you've just been through that (sighs) process how did the processes look different and how do they look the same wow
1: uh okay uh yeah um
0: (laughs) sorry i didn't mean to throw you that one (laughs) yeah they are are very different
1: and i i would say that while we do hire based on personality i think mostly we hire based on the massage experience um rather than the personality. I mean, um, the gosh, Woof. so in the ideal sense, we want somebody who's going to connect with people in a very, um, connecty way. Sorry, I don't have the vocabulary, but, but <laughs> really, really bond with people and, and can do that immediately and, and kind of jump to their level where they're, wherever they're at. But, um, I think that's, that's hard to find in, in an an employee period, but also an employee who's specialized in being an LMT. So all of a sudden the, the, the pie wedge got a lot smaller, um, uh, out of, out of all the people you could hire. So, um, that becomes less of a priority, but the massage needs to be really good. Um, but they do have to be relatable or relatable is not the, maybe that is the right word, but you know, you have to be able to talk with this person and, and then be warm to a particular degree and to be able to have a conversation with them about your needs. And, um, and we like people who express drive, maybe people who have been in the industry for a while and know what they want. Um, some people want to work at a float ce- not a float center, just any, any, um, box center so that the massages will come to them and be provided and and that's that but it seems like people um who express some hunger uh who have been in the industry for a while know what it's like to build clientele and to make money for themselves which is good for us and them so that that's really valuable for us but that's also an even smaller wedge of the the community of even the lmt community um did that answer your question i don't
0: it did to a degree. I'm kind of curious too about the entire process. Oh. So once you receive resumes, even from the resume point, uh, with the massage therapist, I know that you have a com- probably have a conversation, and you receive. You've talked about Sandra receiving the massages. Um, what kind of process do you go through when you're hiring someone for the Flood center? Well,
2: I'm sorry. Uh, That's okay. And where does the Facebook creep come into? Sorry,
1: Lance, but the Facebook creep (laughs) comes in uh, as soon as we get the application. Um, Is that uh,
2: before or after you read the resume to see what their experience is? It's
1: after we read the resume, and then then we look at their picture. And there was somebody that we saw on this round of, of LMTs, and we went, nah. We we can't hire this guy. That's just too too wacky for us. We're we're in an. I'm, I'm sorry. We're in an upscale part of Portland, and uh, as down to earth as we are, um, we we have to do our best to make sure everybody is comfortable in our environment. And there's certain directions that people can go, um, which means um, uh, too large of our demographic uh, will be uncomfortable. And and that, I mean dreads uh there's all sorts of things that don't phase us whatsoever but there's a certain point where it gets beyond what we can what we can handle um or what we think our clientele can handle um so, so yeah we do that pretty early lance um the facebook creep and then uh um and then beyond that um yeah either sandra and i together or one of us sits down and has a conversation with them we get a test massage sandra's uh, been running this one um basically by herself but in the past it's been more of a team effort. Um so unfortunately she's had to receive all these massages and uh <laughs> um and actually uh, a few times we've had em- employees uh, receive the test massage uh, who are really familiar with massage <clears throat> and who can tell us, you know, if these people are confident experienced or listen to them for their needs that kind of thing. Um and then beyond that the other really important thing is hours. Um I think a pay usually isn't actually i don't know that it's ever been an issue because i think we compensate very well at the shop which feels good uh to sandra and i but um then the next part really is ours and and what they can commit to for us or and, and what we need so that's kind of one of the final things to lock in um if we if it wasn't covered closer to the beginning
0: nice um did that
1: sound complete did that sound right
0: Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Do you usually just talk to someone once or
1: Mm.
0: I I just we we had somebody a little while ago. We actually had them come in twice and uh, just because we wanted to uh, clear up some things and get a chance. And in in this case, I hadn't been there the first time I uh, and Mark wanted uh, me to have an opportunity to to have any if I had any questions or just to meet them in general, just to see their general demeanor. So sometimes it can be quite a long process for us. Um, but It sounds like yours is pretty quick. Um, man, with the
1: well, we we gab, we are ones to talk, so I feel like the interviews can run pretty long. But um, I think we've only done two interviews a couple times with LMTs. That yeah, it's it's usually pretty quick oh, okay. in that. Oh, sense. with the LMTs. Yeah. That makes um, sense. Okay. Yeah, that that does remind me of a of a. Of a almost hiring story where uh, an LMT came in. I think she was fresh out of school. And afterwards I said, I'm, I'm so surprised by how amazing your massage is. You're, I mean, you're just out of school and you have all this confidence and you're like totally new, you know, found the knots or what have you and um, give her a lot of positive feedback. Um And and said, you know, we'll we'll get back to you very, very soon. And then I emailed her and said, we'd we'd love to have you join. And she replied that she was completely insulted by how much I demeaned her um, because uh, I I should never have assumed that she wasn't going to be amazing um, and and some other stuff. And my personal feel of that was she had some energy on her own outside of me um, that caused that reaction. Um, but, but, you know, it was kind of a, a good lesson in, in how to communicate to people, but really was what I was trying to convey was I, 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 get a lot of freaking massage. I, I know it, uh, in my opinion, I know what good massage is and, uh, hers was good and most people straight out of school don't deliver it like her. So I was really impressed, but wow. apparently I, I didn't communicate that well enough, but the really good news is she self-selected herself not to be part of our community where then there could have been a bad client interaction. Because if, if I'm already offending you in the first hour of meeting you, man, that's not going to be a good fit because I think I'm a decent representation of the people who float with us. So um, that, that was nice self-selection there where we even pulled the trigger to hire and, and she went the other way. So that was nice. Mm,
0: yeah. Um,
1: which kind of runs counter to the final thing I wanted to say, uh, for hiring, which is, um, trusting your instincts is, uh, there's so many times yes. you have these little questions in your head or, you know, you, you just know something isn't right. Maybe you can't even put your finger on it. Just trust your instincts. It, it goes back to something we've talked about many times before, which is that your, your float center is a representation of yourself. You can't really create a business that doesn't represent who you are. And so when you're hiring people, it's just the same thing, except we're talking about souls here. We're talking about people. And so what better way are you to... to to bring something into your business than a soul that connects with you like that just makes so much sense particularly in my opinion when you're just starting out when you're not looking for I need somebody who can is really good at math specifically and and I'm going to hire an accountant you know that you don't necessarily need to vibe Mm -hmm. with them on on such a personal level but for people who are representing your business and you want them to represent the way that you're going to man listen to your heart or or listen to I don't know what part of that of your brain or what that is but listen (laughs) to that nagging feeling when you know and and like at this point, I say I know. Back in the day, it was just a feeling. And now Sandra and I have really <laughs> learned to trust ourselves and each other. When one of us is like, uh-uh, I, I, I'm feeling some red flags, we listen to each other now. Which is really hard to do, particularly when you're first starting out mm-hmm. and you're like, listen, everything is great with this person. Everything on paper, the interview went well, but the other person is still going, ah, no, that that's tough to, to listen to. But it's... It's mm-hmm. big. Did, Amy, yeah. I saw you nodding in your head pretty vigorously. But. I
0: agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, actually, Mark and I have had several incidents <laughs> where one of us are like, oh, I really love that person. The other one's like, nope, <laughs> nope. There's just something. And um, at one point, one of us uh, gave in, <laughs> and we hired the person. And sure enough, <gasps> it was the first person we had to yeah. hire, um, which was tough, which is a tough lesson. But, yeah, we that was such a hard thing. to talk about something that's really hard to do when you're when you just love people to begin uh-huh. with. Um, we learned that lesson pretty quick that if one of us feels a little wonky about it, that perhaps we need to mm. revisit before we make that final uh-huh. decision. It really is important. It could save you a lot of money and a lot of time down the road. And quite frankly, it releases them to find the place to uh, where where that is perfect for them. That is good for them. Um, then everybody goes where they need to go. Yeah. <laughs> the best space so yeah i think that's so important intuition should not right, be really reliant.
1: right lance what do you think about that
2: uh, yeah no you that's i think with all aspects of life you need to trust that mysterious feeling that gives you this this direction or questions your every thought i don't know it, yeah. it's good to trust your gut yeah trust your gut trust your gut it's hard it's it's something you have to almost train yourself to and to be confident in that and Mm -hmm. yeah well
0: sometimes it feels a little anti yeah
1: right right so um one other thing i i would also say is that we've had um uh emily and jen are kind of are taking on more of a managerial role at the shop and um they were in charge of uh, hiring or they, they have been for some time and excuse me, not fully in charge. Um, but they'll do the first round. They'll go through the applications, um, <clears throat> do the first inter- round of interviews. And then for people who, um, like, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty easy to spot the ones that aren't, aren't going to be a great fit um, because they just know what the vibe is at the shop. Now they know they they kind of know how to spot it. Um, but at the same time, it's still not exactly, they don't know exactly what Sandra and I are looking for when we're hiring. Um, and so it's nice to have that that final interview with us. Um, but I, I am really curious about um, still, uh, I don't know, if developing them is the right right way to put it or, or them. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what the word is, but I want them to know exactly what it is when it comes to hiring. And uh, I don't think that's that's met that that level yet but man they're a great filter um for sandra and i because we Mm -hmm. we don't have the time and if we were to make the time it would hurt other projects you know so
2: um,
1: Mm -hmm. it's great to see them doing that have you had employees hire employees
0: i did i just did jessica uh just hired heather who has come on. And we adore <laughs> Heather. Jessica did. And, and actually, you know, it's funny. Je- Heather did come in to have a conversation with Mark, but we let Jessica make the final decision. Wow. Um, yeah, we were kind of... We were testing her. <laughs> no, actually, I shouldn't say it that way because there's one thing that Jessica is really, really good at. She's incredibly good at wow. reading people. And I totally trusted her opinion. Um, and I met Heather, and Heather is fantastic. And so, yeah, it was... I should have been scared, I suppose, perhaps because it was the first time doing that. But honestly, I wasn't, and we ended up with another amazing part of our team. So, cool. um, I let go and do that. I'm not sure, which is kind of funny. I'm I'm kind of a ma- uh, micromanager, so I'm not sure how I did that, but I'm glad I <laughs> Good did. For you. Or else we may not have <laughs> that's awesome. I'm very grateful. So yeah, it was a very positive experience. Although I, I'm not so sure in the past I could have done that, but when you have that right person who gets what you're trying to do, um, yeah, they can do some nice. amazing things and find people that I would have never found. Right,
1: right. Mm-hmm.
0: You, you were talking about how you're in a, a higher-end uh-huh. area and you interviewed someone who, and you didn't exactly say what, but it sounded like there was a physical characteristic uh-huh. going on or something that they had uh, done and you weren't comfortable bringing, you felt that, they, that your clients wouldn't uh-huh. be comfortable with that. Is there is there a... Um, is there a hard line to draw as far as appearances go for y'all? Or do you have any um, rules as far as appearance goes or things that you look for when they come in for interviews?
1: I, I don't have any hard rules, to be honest. I, I think if you've got 50 piercings in your face, I'm, I'm probably going to start judging at that point. But, I mean, we've we've had plenty of employees with piercings. And is it septum, the nose piercing, which some would say uh-huh. that's, that's yeah. aggressive. And, um, yeah, we're... We're in Portland. We're we're pretty light. You got to go pretty far to to put up a red flag for us, Lance. Oh, (laughs) Lance. Hey. I don't know.
2: Uh, That's 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 a fine line for me. I don't know. I I don't want to comment on appearances (laughs) and hiring and firing. If we did photos and say, what do you think about this person? Right, right. But I can't say if you have this piercing, you, you know, um, the thing is like, it is our business. We do want to be representative certain way, but I don't know what the legalities are for even saying I'm not hiring you because you have a face tattoo, Mm -hmm. you know, can they be like, Hmm, so be it. Well, I remember I was
1: um, going to movie theaters, and they'd have to have a Band-Aid over their nose piercing, which you'd always wonder why all the employees had Band-Aids over their noses, and it looked so wonky uh, because cinemas were just behind the times, I guess. So, you know, they wanted them to look professional. And so apparently you can say, you know, no facial piercings.
2: Yeah. Or they have to be Uh, hidden. hmm. I don't know.
0: I, the reason I brought that up is not only because of something, because of what you said earlier, Dylan, but also it was funny when we were interviewing one of our employees before she came on officially. Um, we had the conversation with her, actually Mark and I had the conversation, and he shared with me that she asked afterwards, she's like, what, you're not going to say anything about my hair? She is a mohawk. Uh-huh. Um, and it's awesome. It's like, her, it's, it's fabulous. I We have a picture of her on our on our Facebook page if yes. you ever want to see her. But she's, I think she's beautiful anyway. Um but she has some piercings, and she has a uh, uh, Mohawk, and it's bright red, and, and she has some tattoos showing. and um, We didn't even, you know, I didn't think twice about it. She has this amazing personality. Right. Our clients have mentioned how much they love her. You know, so she's this amazing person. And, um, and Jessica has some piercings. We never even thought mm. about it. Yeah. And yet here we are in the buckle <laughs> of the Bible mm. belt, very uh-huh. conservative. But I think there's something about the float industry. Our <laughs> clients have never, if they've ever been taken aback by it we've never seen any indication of that even our conservative (laughs) our little our little conservative (laughs) ladies um come in and they have just as much love for our group as as we do so i i was kind of curious i think our industry is a lot more accepting Mm. of that um but i was curious if there's anything that you wouldn't um it's allow, no slouching. No slouching. Yeah. <laughs> it's slouching. I'm like it's slouching. <laughs> yeah, that's slouching. We're gonna come up behind you and smack Jeez. you. Uh, I'm
2: slouching. No. Yeah,
1: right.
0: <laughs> no, you're slouching. <so> <laughs> such a sloucher.
1: <laughs> Lance is allowed to slouch um, and be on his cell phone. That's what I've learned for the last two podcasts.
2: Yeah, I do what I want. <laughs> uh, did
1: anything change there, Lance? About oh, I guess you've been. Well, yeah. He's been too yeah, busy building it's, out probably finding come up. No.
2: There has been no changes <laughs> yet.
1: We got need it. To, uh, I was, uh, to discuss I, it with Matthew. I took this to the team, uh, to employees, and uh, I mean, it's probably no surprise, but they're like, yeah, there's no problem with cell phones. And I, I got to say, like, there's an obvious bias for the employees to to say there's no problem with cell phones. But at the same time there's no problem with self. Like we just don't have an issue with it. And so like it kind of came up and just faded Mm -hmm. into the ether just as quick as it came up. So, um, yeah, so far not an issue. Um, yeah.
2: I was just going to say, like I said, it wasn't a big issue for us. It was just, um, just how you handle it. It was a great episode. I liked that.
1: That was good. Yeah,
2: that was a good one. That was a good one. um, leave oh. your tattoos, piercings and cell phones at home people. That's right. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's the rule.
1: <laughs>
0: I like the piercings and no, the tattoos. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I am 40 some odd years old and I still have yet to get some. I know, isn't it crazy?
1: No tattoos on Lance do you have any tattoos?
2: <laughs> no. No, I I don't. How weird is I'm that? Not, I'm, working I'm not I'm not cool it, enough. Like not, I can't I mean have... I'm, I'm I'm not cool. Does so Mark
1: have any tattoos?
0: No, but we're we're actually because <laughs> pla- you know we are yeah. best friends. We are going to go together and get our first tattoo. Uh, so we've been working on it. I'm cool. so excited. He's 60. I'm 40. I love something it. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So does Matt? Yeah, it's
2: oh yeah, Matt's He's Matt's covered. tatted up. He's tatted up. Yeah, that's all our true. employees have tattoos and piercings too, and yeah. everyone does except for me. I'm just. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I feel pretty badass not having any tattoos.
2: I'm organic.
1: I feel like I yes. stand out. Yeah, right.
2: Not non-GMO.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Uh, jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: um,
0: I am going to get a mohawk.
1: Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a little worried <laughs> that it sounded like I was very judgy about aesthetics. Um, but I have. Oh, was... Yes, Lance.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, you, you should be. You yeah, should get, be worried there. <laughs> Facebook creeping. Right, right. No. <laughs>
1: but, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling in reality it's less than what it seems and how much I yeah. describe. But that's pretty hard to, yeah. to say over a, over a podcast. But um, yeah. anywho... Uh, Let's see here. I think that's a wrap for the show. I think next week we are going to do firing. I don't know that we have tons of experience with firing, but something tells me, um, if, if anything, we'll, we'll have discussions of, of when to pull that trigger, um, if even though we don't have uh, tons of experience in, in doing that. Although although there is some, so so we'll have stuff to share. So uh, we'll just continue this uh, month-long uh, employee experience on the podcast. Emmy, what were you going to say?
0: Oh, I was just gonna. I was just gonna add. Perhaps somebody out there can uh, give us some heads up if there's Ooh. been some stories or uh, some situations that required these kinds of actions. Perhaps we can get some some input during the week. If anybody is so kind to do that over on Facebook on Float Facilitators, or even in our very very special um, Speak Pipe over there on on yeah that'd be awesome
1: same for um, on this episode if you had a story that you wanted to share there are a few questions asked to us if you have answers for those hiring friends that kind of thing I'd I'd love to hear uh, your guys' experience positive or negative to share with the community too yeah that's good stuff thanks Amy Um, cool well guys until next week we'll see you next week
0: You're listening to Art of the Float.